we don't act according to our feelings. We act according to our commitment. So my commitment was I'm going to finish this thing short of a bone coming out of my leg. I'm going to finish this freaking thing. Now, that didn't mean that I didn't have fear, anxiety, complete justifying in my mind between laps one and nine probably 75% of the time I was justifying how I could get out of not having to do the other one to the point of like, could I, could I fake an injury? Could I do like, these are the mind tricks that not even tricks, just the, the mental exhaustion, the, just what we go through at not even just like a physical demanding event like this, which is really why I, I loved putting myself in this position because how we do anything is how we do everything. The King's Council helps you discover, develop, and deploy your God-given talents. Now, our vision is to get you on the right path to your framework of success by focusing on the five power pillars, spiritual, mental, emotional, physical, and financial. Now, the King's Council is not your average coaching program. It's much more than that. It's a tribe of like-mindsetted men and women bonded by faith and relationship that you can do life with. Now, we're traveling across the United States this summer to a city near you, and we want you to join us in creating the next wave of faith-based entrepreneurs ready to become the CEOs of their life. Visit kingscouncilcoaching.com today to speak to one of our team members about how you can level up in all areas of your life today. This episode is brought to you by Gospel Canvas. Gospel Canvas is reimagining Christian art for today's generation of Christians. Their exclusive collections are custom, unique, and a beautiful reminder of the power of salvation and hope. Now, these pieces will brighten up any space and add high character and motivation that you can see, touch, and experience on a daily basis. Visit gospelcanvas.com today and use the promo code KING15 to get 15% off your purchase at checkout. That's gospelcanvas.com using the promo code KING15. Enjoy the show. All right, all right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the King's Council Podcast. I'm your host, Riley Meek. And today, guys, you got me solo again today. I'm going to keep this short and sweet today, primarily because I want to talk to you about just this experience that I just had climbing the equivalent of Mount Everest. As some of you know, if you've been following Steve and I on social media this past weekend, we did this experience called 29029, which is Everesting. And we ended up, we flew out to Salt Lake City, Utah. Myself, Scott Thomas, Chris Vester, Al Hamid, Jeff Went, Kyle Jones. These are just members of the King's Council tribe that all decided we were going to do this feat of an adventure. And let me tell you, man, it was an adventure. It was probably the hardest thing I've ever put myself through mentally, emotionally, certainly physically as well. And I thought I would just break it down for you guys, really just to encourage the idea of discipline in our life, number one, but choosing the pain of discipline or the pain of regret. 
we get to choose this. There's two types of pain in this world. It's the pain of discipline or the pain of regret. And just so you guys have an understanding of what this event was, so equivalent of Mount Everest, it's 29,000 feet in elevation, 29,029 feet in elevation. I don't even know how many miles, but we had to trek up and down this thing 13 times over the course of 36 hours. Grueling. Something that I didn't plan for, I didn't prep for one minute, let alone multiple days. They had six months of training going into this in which, you know, I didn't even open up any of those emails because partly my thought process going into this, like I freaking hate cardio. I'm not going to do it. Therefore, I don't even want to know what they're telling me to do. I'm just going to show up and put myself through the pain of not discipline, like working out, but just the pain of that actual experience. And I knew mentally going into this thing though, like mentally I was committed and my mindset was I'm going to finish this thing no matter what, unless my body was going to shut down, which is a very, very viable thing, right? That happened for a couple of the people within the tribe. But we flew out there on Thursday and we actually got to have an evening together. We got to spend the night like these tents literally look like if you've seen Firefest, the Fire Festival episodes, it looked like that. We're sleeping in these tents where we're camping out, essentially trying to get a good night's rest to start our hike at 6 a.m. on Friday. So 6 a.m. on Friday, and we have until 6 p.m. on Saturday to finish this 29,000 feet in elevation. So 13 times up, there's two different aid stations in which we would hike up. Uh, you know, get our refreshments, eat whatever it was, and then we'd move on to the next aid station, refreshments, eat whatever it was, and then we'd get to the top, ride the gondola down, and then do it all over again. And so my thought process in this was, you know, I just, if, if I make a decision to do this, I'm going to do it, right? Like that's, uh, I'm sure some of us listening as an entrepreneur, it's like, we're either going to do it or we're not, right? Like let's, if we're, if we're going to do it, Let's finish this. We run this race to win. We talk about Paul, you know, and how we discipline our body. And if we're running a race, we're running to win this thing, right? Now, my mindset in this wasn't like to win because there wasn't necessarily like a winner in this. It's just, can you finish this thing? And there were 250 of us that participated in this event. So imagine 6 a.m., it's completely dark and we're like going to take off. Everybody's hyped up. They're jacked up. We're going to take off and start to climb this mountain. And I kid you not, like I get about... I don't know, 75 steps into this thing. And I'm starting to have a full blown, like I did not prepare for this well, because we're starting to incline and elevate. And it was defining moment was literally within the first 15 minutes of this thing of like, what did I get myself into? And Riley, I made this commitment. So am I going to finish this thing? And, you know, it was a defining moment for me of being able to understand that the person that I am of who I've decided to be, knowing that a disciplined person makes their decisions based upon their commitments, not on their feelings. We don't act as disciplined men or women or whatever it is, as disciplined human beings. We don't act according to our feelings. We act according to our commitments. So my commitment was, I'm going to finish this thing short of a bone coming out of my leg. I'm going to finish this freaking thing. Now, that didn't mean that I didn't have fear, anxiety, complete justifying in my mind between laps one and nine probably 75% of the time I was justifying how I could get out of not having to do the other one to the point of like, could I, could I fake an injury? Could I do like, these are the mind tricks that not even tricks, just the, the mental exhaustion, the, just what we go through at not even just like a physical demanding event like this, which is really why I, I loved putting myself in this position because how we do anything is how we do everything. 
No matter if it's in our physical stature, our business, how we're running our relationships, how we're leading our family, how we do anything is how we do everything. So when you're looking for fruit in other people's life, just look, do they even have it? Do they have fruit in any of those areas that that you're looking to get coached in or guided on? And take note of who you're taking advice from. Who are you allowing to speak into your life? Is it somebody that has the fruit that you want or is it just somebody with an opinion that's going to tell you how you should do it, why you should do it this way, why you shouldn't do it that way? Because they know everything, even though they don't have any fruit in their actual life. So I knew going into this event, it was like, I'm making this commitment based upon not how I feel, but based upon the decision that I made, no matter how hard this is going to get. And part of this process was, okay, and sometimes even as entrepreneurs, if some of us are solo entrepreneurs that are listening to this, maybe starting out, and if you've heard any of our other coaching or past podcasts, things like that, you'll hear us oftentimes say, if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, we got to go together. And that's really the, the process that I had to go through leading, you know, throughout this entire 13 laps that we went. Because right off the gates, I'm like, all right, head down. I'm just going to hunker down and just focus on step after step after step after step after step. And I was going fast. I was going alone up until the point where I couldn't go any longer. Right. And there was, there was a pivotal moment, a defining moment where it was like lap seven or eight. I'd come back down and I was waiting for the rest of the tribe to come back down. And it was like, all right, I'm going to just lay my head down and I'm going to just get like a little bit of rest. But I went over to Scott and Al and said, Hey, if Steve O comes back down and he's going back up, wake me up. Wake me up before, before he goes up because I'm going to go. As much as I didn't want to, absolutely didn't want to. And that probably the worst feeling I've had in my entire life was when I heard Scott coming down and said, hey, hey, Riley, wake up. Steve's going back up. It was like, oh, man. But there wasn't, it wasn't a, an option for me not to go because I already made my commitment. My decision was already made. No matter how hard or difficult it was, the decision was already made. So I had to get back up and, and we started to, to trek this thing. And this was like at one in the morning at this point. So we're, what, 18 hours into this thing where it's just like, okay, we're getting to lap eight, lap nine, and just some crazy experiences that we had to go through and really strategize because the only way that we could go far was by going together. And Steve and I were able to pace each other, speak life into each other. And that's what Tribe does, right? Like that's what we do in the King's Council. And it was just a complete representation of what we're about. And I think one of the most amazing things out there on this mountain was that people knew what we were about, right? We're all repping our King's Council shirts. Steve's got the Jesus's King shirt. Like they know, like we're some, you know, the bigger dudes out there that actually have muscle on us versus uh, just cardio people. And so they do, like we're different. Like we looked, we did look like a biker gang kind of going into this thing and we're different. We may have went slow and steady throughout this, but they knew what we were about. They'd be riding the gondola down and we'd hear King's Council or Jesus. And it was unbelievable. And that was actually the, we knew what we were representing. We weren't there to, you know, pat ourselves on the back that, yeah, we could finish this thing. Certainly pushing ourselves, like doing hard things is something that we should all do. If you're not doing hard things in your life, it's time to push yourself to do some hard things. But ultimately knowing what we were there for was to represent 
Jesus Christ. That's what we were there doing. And that was one of the other defining moments for us was when, you know, it was down to really Steve and I, and it was like, hey man, people know we're different here. And if as Christians, as believers, we need to be the most attractive people on the planet. So if we don't finish, what does that, what does that look like? What does that represent? Like we have to finish. We have to represent excellence in every areas of our life. So in this example, it's mentally, emotionally, physically, like we're going to represent excellence, right? I wasn't thinking anything about our financial pillar in this. I mean, it did cost a pretty penny to do this thing, but heck, I would have paid triple that to not do it <laughs> right during it. But again, I'd already made the commitment. The decision was made. It was done, right? No matter what I felt, no matter how painful it was, the decision was already made. And that's really what I want to dive into here, guys, is yes, doing hard things is important. Whether it's in any of the five power pillars that we talk about, we've got to choose to do hard things. We've got to push ourselves to the limits, to operating in excellence, to see our God-given potential, right? Because there's so much potential within just the human spirit that God's given us that just is wasted, right? God's greatest gift to us is just life in itself. And our greatest gift to Him is what we do with that life. And if we're not pushing ourselves to see, stretching ourselves to see what our next level is, we're wasting it. We're wasting life. We're wasting the time that we have. There are two types of pain in this world. It's the pain of discipline or the pain of regret. And we get to choose that. So how do we choose pain of discipline over the pain of regret? Because discipline, again, is choosing between what we want now versus what we want most. Discipline is choosing between what you want now or what you want most. And when I even think of discipline, I always just think of like Paul in the Bible and how he just continually progressed throughout the Bible. Like he was running that race to win. When we're disciplined, we don't act according to our feelings. We act according to our commitments. So what commitments do you need to make in your life? What have you decided not to do based upon your feelings. When it's like, I'm tired. I didn't want to get up this morning to work out. Or I didn't want to make that last sales call because, you know, it was already after five o'clock, right? Or I didn't pray with my wife tonight. I was tired and it was getting late. Whatever we do, it has to be, when we run this race, right? Paul talks about this in, in 1 Corinthians. And he asks the question, do you realize that in a race, everyone runs, but only one gets the prize? And if you're going to run, run to win, And all athletes are disciplined in their training for a prize that will fade away. But as followers of Christ, we do this for an eternal prize. So if we can approach any endeavor that we have, like with that mindset and that understanding that when we run, we got to be running with purpose in every single step. Successful people do consistently what others only do occasionally. I'm going to say it again. Successful people do consistently what other people do occasionally. And we're not running for second place here, guys. We got to run with every bit of focus and intensity and power that we have because we're running to win. You could think of the Olympics that had just taken place, like how elite, these elite athletes, the discipline, the focus that they had to have in place to even get to that level. So again, what do you want most? What do you want most? Knowing our prize here is not on earth, but it is in heaven. We are glorifying God by operating in excellence in everything that we do. And we got to set the example. We as Christians, we need to be the most attractive people on the face of this earth to set the example. 
We don't have that winning mindset with these expectations, right? The expectations that we believe that, that we're going to win, right? No longer have that woe is me mentality or just even tolerating average, like, ugh. We are average. We are made in the image of God. You are not average. Now, you can choose to be average, and you can choose to have the victim mentality. You can choose to wake up and live a life of reaction, or you can choose a life of intentionality. So what do you choose? What do you want most? Let's just start with one here. And even let's just write this down if you can right now. One thing, what do you choose right now? What do you want to achieve right now? What do you want most right now? Walk with me on this here, guys. Is it, I really want to lose 20 pounds. All right, then what do you choose now? I really want to be closer to God. Okay, then what do you choose right now? You really want a great marriage. Then what do you choose now? What do you choose right now? If you want to lose weight, are you going to hire a trainer? Are you going to start to meal prep? If you want an amazing marriage, are you going to start to set aside time to pray together? Are you going to schedule date night? Are you going to intentionally make time to be with each other? Be intentional. It sounds crazy, guys, but that's all it freaking takes. Excuses are, oh, it takes too much time, or it's too expensive to do that, or I don't, my spouse won't like that, or it doesn't matter, guys. We have to choose our pain in this process. Choose your pain, the pain of discipline or the pain of regret, and run with purpose in every step that we freaking take with purpose. Be disciplined. Refuse to be the one who lives with regret. Run with purpose in every single step that we take. Every single step that we take. The difference between where we are and where we're supposed to be, where we think we should be, where we even want to be. The difference between where you are and where you want to be is the pain that you're willing to endure. The difference between where you are and where you want to be is the pain that you're willing to endure. So what are you going to choose? The pain of discipline or the pain of regret? We'll see you guys in the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the King's Council Podcast. For more information on the King's Council and becoming the CEO of your own life, visit kingscouncilcoaching.com today. You can also follow us on Instagram at kingscouncilcoaching. We'll see you next time.